podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. The Osman Faces podcast is now sponsored by TireSpot, the Northeast's leading tire supplier with branches across the region. TireSpot don't just do tires, they cover everything from servicing to wheel alignment. They can handle every aspect of your car's maintenance. For more information, visit tirespot.co.uk. Enjoy the episode. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Always Smiling Faces podcast on the Gallagher Shot YouTube channel. Once again, you have a full house tonight. It's myself, your host Chris, joined by Bestie, Decker and Mark. Those watching, you can say we are wrapped up tonight, boys, because it's bloody Baltic. It's uh, rotten, isn't it? It's is. absolutely <laughs> rotten. It's pissing down as well at the minute, isn't it? It's 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 Mark, when I was coming in, though, it, it got rid of that snow nice and handy, like, so I'm quite Aye. happy for that. Like. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. No longer t- took me to get to work that day on Friday, is it? Well, that's sort of a Thursday night and yeah, Friday, so Friday morning. morning yeah. So what normally takes 25, 30 minutes mm-hmm. from Shields to Falling Ends? Yeah. One hour, 45. Oof. It took us an hour before I'd even got out of Shields. Was that through the... the oh, I, Shields was... I was taking a bed in nursery and they've got um, temporary lights on next to Beadsville. So I thought, I'll not go that way. Saying 194, never doing it again. Yeah. <laughs> never doing it again. Robin Hood roundabout and then off there. Ah. Prince of Wales, not Robin Hood. Aye, no thanks. Because you're too far away from the coast there, aren't you? Closer you are to the coast, less likely you're going to get the snow because of the salt air. I live right on the riverside and we got loads of it. Ah, it's fresh water. <laughs> it's different water coming up the river, isn't it? <laughs> Completely different water, a mile downstream from the... Different oh, water. Where you, it's it's far enough away from the beach. It's not really. You're walking five I wouldn't like to be kicked there. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we are here. We've got plenty to talk about, boys. Uh, but before we do that, if anybody does have any comments, send them our way throughout the show and we'll go through as many as possible. Um, where would you like to start? Would you like to start recapping that victory against Man United? Unbelievable. Seems appropriate to me. Like, Unbelievable. Uh, does. We'll, we'll start there. Uh, Bestie. Hello. What a performance that was. A dominant performance. Some of the stuff they played. Bearing in mind, as we've kind of gone to great pains over the past few months to say, this is like, well, this is nowhere near what we would consider to be our strongest 11. Yeah. And uh, some of the little, like, passes of play and stuff like that. The, and Man, the, Man United were hopeless. Don't let's, like, mention that. They were. That's Mark Corby at half time goes, he says, that's the worst Man U team I've ever seen. And I thought, we're saying that every year now. Every year we play them, and it's like we're saying, like, this is. This is, they're all. Is it because we are getting better and it's just making that gap look even bigger between the quality of the squads? I think it's both. Okay. I think it's both. I think this is, again, as I said, I mean, you, you wouldn't have, we've still, we've still got Lewis Miley in the middle of the park who's been brilliant. But at the start of the season, you look at Miley and go like, you don't want to start too many because it means that so many players are missing. Um, like, Wilson's not fit. Isaac's not going to have to like 45 minutes every game at the minute. But uh, what brilliant! Mm. Absolutely, Fabian Shea again, like just didn't put a foot wrong. Lascelles was excellent, um, again, and, and because it just it, all of them. Trippier was brilliant. Trippier was fantastic. The two fullbacks were Trippier, um, incredible. He, he, Garnacho, time and time again, he took the piss out of him. 
through his legs. He was dropping the shoulder. And he's a proper show pony, him. And Trippy yeah, just had him on toast completely. Left back, Livermento again, Livermento, who's not really a left back. Um, I kind of see Dan Byrne playing for her. Yeah. Unless something happens to him. That, that's like, actually a comment that's already came in, and we'll, we'll address this towards the end of the show. And I got a bit, I, I got too carried away. We didn't even say the words. Oh, oh God, I. Like, we're just getting used to it. We won you now. <laughs> Get in, in. We've just became complacent know, to winning. I know. We're just, we're just expecting these days, don't we? Yeah, but. Right. We, 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 the, 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 to reference what you said about the squad, the team that we had out there, we shouldn't be able to, we shouldn't really be producing how well we are playing with that team. With no, it, offense, uh, no offense to the guys, but like, how with, with that team and with like, it being the oh. third game in a week where they hadn't really been able to make any substitutes. That, that's what I mean as well, sorry, like that, it's, it's three know, games in a row. Like and not not just like South Shields you're playing yeah. no offense Shields from there, yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. you know, you're playing Chelsea, Paris Saint-Germain away, like, you, to be able to have that intensity, it was as if we had had two weeks off, man. Uh, oh, PS- on it. To mention the, the PSG game as well, they made no subs. And the chase, they didn't have the ball in the second half. The chase for the whole 45, well, 53 minutes as it was. It's absolute testament to what Eddie Howe is doing at that club. Because Unbelievable. The way that he's got them training from a fitness point of view to be able to get through all of those games. Tactically, we absolutely battered them. From yeah. the very start, they couldn't live with the way that we played. We were set up, even though we, we really weren't set up to any different to how we normally are. It almost took them by surprise that we were we were playing in in the, the way that we were with we're, we're full backs, just getting so much yeah. space forward. And I mean, bestie, like you said, they were terrible. They, they were absolutely rotten. Oh, awful! To Hopeless. to a man, every single one of them has given up on that I on that team. During the first half, I noticed we had 10 minutes of just constant. Then they had a minute or two. Then we had another 10 minutes. And then that was like the pattern of the first half. Um, I suppose the second half as well. But I noticed, or I thought about a quarter of an hour in, I thought, I wonder if they are sitting back and waiting, like trying to stay tight, waiting for it to tie ourselves out. And then hitting where we're going to be in the second half. And it just didn't happen like that. The hit were on like 92 minutes. Yeah. After they made a load of changes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think... I'm not. I think it's the attitude of our players compared to theirs as well. Yeah. That that's just huge. You know? Big thing that yeah. Like you, you, the energy and the and the work rate of every single man on that field. You look at Rashford's body language for that yeah. entire game it was appalling. It was absolutely appalling. What did you not see when he came off? Yeah, he went and sat down on the bench, and the cameras picked up on it, and he seems to mouth, "What the am I doing here?" So I've seen that. Um, there's a yeah. lot of a lot of my new fans saying that. You, you can't tell I'm saying that, but once you read those words on a screen, your brain automatically thinks, "Oh, you're saying that when you read yeah. his lips." He's either saying, "What am I doing?" or "What are we doing?" Yeah, yeah. Then, but I haven't got a clue what's going on, or I haven't got a plan. You could or, refer or what? to when playing on the right hand side as well, because apparently he doesn't like playing on the right hand side. I did find that unusual that he was out there. Like to be Normally fair, goes out left if he's not yeah. playing through the center. He's out left, isn't he? Normally, yeah. he could be saying, "What am I fucking doing there?" <laughs> But he was he was he was playing the left hand side for a lot of the first half because that was when I was laughing at him a lot because he was he was I was more Gonacho because Trippier was oh no no sorry apologise yeah, no, was sorry. on the right there was a few times on the second half then sorry when I seen him um, yes I sorry I totally apologise I'm totally wrong yeah sorry I'm just thinking of where he was on the used to it yeah, by sorry now. no I apologise yes um, but his attitude though in terms of just like shrugging his shoulders and yeah. not tracking back every single time he seemed to, I don't know it's not about Rashford but like. You know, he was doing a bad pass and he was almost blaming the other person for his shit pass. Like it was just it was just in and, and that that to me when you when you see a player like that, 
it 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 sort of breeds within the tall team. You know, I think Wan-Bissaka had a shocker as well. Like I thought he was yeah. sometimes one to one. He was very good against Gordon, but in the majority he struggled. But every single one of our players is just pulling for that you, shirt. You look at the two teams yeah. though, and the complete polar opposites, like mentality wise, and, and what they're doing yeah. for, for for the badge. Shall we say mm-hmm. is complete polar opposites, and that's once again it's it's credit to what Eddie Howe has done, and not just Eddie Howe, what the lads are like once. They've arrived at the club as well. Yeah, they've yeah. massively invested in in the project. They've invested in the fan base. We'll keep on hearing every single week how the fans appreciate. It. Eh, sorry, how the players appreciate the fans being on side. We heard it from Bruno yet again this week. We've heard it from Gordon, and, and what you said earlier, Mark. The lads are, are going out there, known for fine well that they're going to be playing ninety minutes of football with a slim chance to none of getting substituted off, no matter how knackered they are. Mm-hmm. I think it was Gordon after the game said that. The eleven players are on the field are, are battered and bruised, yeah, and they just know that I have to keep on going. Yeah, I mean, it was looking a little bit stronger on the bench at, at the weekend, so I did think that we probably make, craft was bad, make a couple couple of changes. The later it went on, but when you saw what they brought on, that's when they then came to life because we were absolutely knackered by by the end. But by that point, it was it was over. It was done. You know, to be fair, before before we'd even scored, we could have been. Miles ahead by that point, pretty sure to be what we were creating and stuff like that. So it it just felt all the way through the game that it was just a matter of time mm. before uh, we got a goal. Me and you, Dagger, had a, had a bit of a chat before we'd done the reaction to the FA Cup draw, which we will talk about later. Some of the football we were playing in that, well, throughout the game, but the first 45 minutes was fantastic. Joe Linton beautiful. and Bruno in the middle of the field, mm. Miley as well, were fantastic. Unbelievable. Yeah. I, you see, the, the thing is as well, and this is why I think it's it's not a, not to get on any Dan Burns uh, tail or anything, but when you've got two fullbacks that'll get forward as much as what we I'll have at the minute, you probably would. When we play with the inside forwards, when them coming in, it, it's it's like what I used to think Liverpool were like with Robinson and Trent going forward, and you'd have Manny and Salah coming in. You're just so overloading that side of the field. Yeah, and every, there's so many players that we've got are so comfortable in possession. And run with the ball really well. I watched the game back again uh, yesterday, and like so many players can run with the ball. Like literally, I would say the only one that is I, there's probably only one player that can't run with the ball, and that's, that's not dig him out. That's no, just no, you no, know, yeah. No, every player can get the ball and physically carry the ball, mm-hmm. and it's. I don't know how you can defend. So now, and again, we're winning the ball so high up the field as well. So high, so many times they've got the ball and thought they had calm possession. Bang! Someone got them hit. I'm not fast forward too quickly, but the goal. They're trying to play it out, you know, as you yeah, probably yeah. would. Bang, trip, yes, the first one to win it back. Do you know what I mean? It was everything so from front. And, and to mention about knowing you're a player that is going to play 90 minutes, you know I'm not going to get subbed. You could forgive them for going, well, let's just, you know, I'm, I know I'm going to be playing another 90 minutes. Yeah, let's take it easy a bit. Yeah, let's yeah. just get my foot on the ball. So no, 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 no. Oh, so just 100 miles an hour from the absolute off. And it's just, it's just unbelievable. It was That first half was... The pick, oh. the pick my bits, Unbelievable. totally pulling the bits. You think the chances that Unara made a good save from Miggy? Yeah. Um, Miggy putting over the top share, putting over the top chip, yeah. the ball again. Yeah. Two weeks running. On about um, carrying the ball, that was when my share picked it up just on halfway. And you could see the gap in the Man U team. It was almost like a maze. And it was like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm going to. And I was looking at it, and you could see Share going, but he saw it as well. And you think, that's it. Again, carry the ball. Send a half. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You know? And, and when, when he does that, it, it just wrecks. Because someone else has to come out of position to try and get yeah. him, then that'll leave someone open. It just, do you know what I mean? By having so many runners, and I've mentioned this for week after week after week, the movement of the ball from her 
is something I've never seen. Oh, and yeah. That, that's what makes all of these passing movements happening. The movement of the ball is unbelievable. You mentioned that on match of the day. Unbelievable. On, uh, Saturday night. I know there was one for the goal, and I don't think I've heard it mentioned yet, but where it was, was it Miley that plays it? No, Bruno plays that with Trippier. And Miggy makes a run across. Again, it was, oh no, it was, um, it was Miley making the Miley run for Miggy on, um, on, on, on Tuesday last week. But this one was Miggy making the run. So it goes out Trippier, and Miggy makes a run square, and it totally takes their fullback out of it. And Trippier's got the freedom. And again, about wan the way Gordon just kind of, he reads it. I mean, Trippier's in that area. I mean, he's, he's literally a right winger most of the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his delivery is wonderful. Yeah. Like. It's just amazing. There's so many times as well when we're in that pocket of space, what you just highlighted, Bestie, where you'd normally find long staff. Mm-hmm. Now he keeps on just dropping in that little pocket and, and yeah, yeah, that's right. coming into the box. But there was about three or four players each time just waiting just to, to, to drop well, in there. That, that's the key thing that we've got with that this team at the minute is that you wouldn't be able to get away with playing Livermento and Trippier together in the team. You wouldn't be able to get away with pushing right up into the corners with your midfielders joining in. If the team on set up in the way that they mm. are to cover everybody's back, because if one goes, somebody will drop across and drop in. Longstaff was a you know a key example of yeah. that, how we used to yeah. do it. The amount of times Miley was dropping in and playing in, in front of the back four or, or dropping in and it's... God, it's almost, and I'm probably going to get a bit carried away here, but you're almost going back to the days of of Cruyff and total football that it doesn't matter who's in what position, you're comfortable where you're on, you just fill that position because you find yourself in it and you can do it. We've got midfielders dropping and playing at left back, dropping into centre half. You've got your right winger swapping places with your right back and, and everybody is just so comfortable because they know that if they get into a bit of trouble, the mate's going to be along their, alongside of them helping them out in the next minute. And it's just, as I say, it goes stems back to the way that Eddie Howe has got this group of players all playing for each other, playing for the shirt. The belief that we've got as a team is is just unbelievable. And they're going out on that pitch thing and the world beat us every week. And right now, they are. They are. They are. It's yeah. bloody marvellous, yeah. isn't it? It's, it's great to see Isaac back in the team as well, because I, I think he makes the difference. Like Huge difference. Well, there's a, there's a few that you see. Again, there was so many times he come very deep for the ball. Mm. Incredibly deep, right? But we've got so many runners be, run beyond him. Yeah, that's fine. How many times have we said, "Oh, maybe it was Wilson back in the day where it would come very, really, really yeah, deep," and then be, for the ball. you've got eleven players in one half then, yeah. and you've got no out ball. Whereas now he is coming deep. Granted, however, you've got five of them running beyond him, mm. which then all of a sudden that's absolutely fine. Him coming His deep. First you know? touch as well was Beautiful. one. I forget Beautiful. what it was at some point in the first half because we're attacking the Gallagher. It was a ball that was it wasn't fired, but it was a well hit pass, and he just kills it. It touches absolutely perfect. He's a wonderful footballer, I am like. I did also want to mention about Tino. You see, when it was very Kyle Walker-esque, I thought, where they played a ball down the line. And it did look a little bit troublesome. And he almost just went down again and just got this yeah. extra burst of utter speed to, like, cut him off. And that, even the commentator mentioned going, wow, like, yeah. where did that speed come are from? You, are you shocked at how good Tino is? Uh, yeah, honestly. Because I know he came with, am, yeah. with a decent reputation. Yeah. Then, obviously, he picked up the injury uh, when he was at Southampton. Um, the season before, they had a great season. Jesus, he, he's a player, him like unbelievable. I have he, no he idea. Looks better as well, yeah. yeah. And, and he's playing on the other side of the field, right? Where he's normally been predominantly for the it's right. Working perfectly though, because yeah. he, he does what Miggy does it on the other side, where he gets to a certain point, then you come inside. And yeah. Gordon, Gordon does it a bit as well, to be yeah, fair. But Tino, he gets it, and he just doesn't seem to lose the ball either. No, he's just like obviously the goal he set up again. I can't remember who it was now, but he just runs against Chelsea. Wasn't that Chelsea? Manu in the cup. Was it Manu? Was it? Come from he right just back. Runs across. The edge of the box. Yeah, when Miggy, I don't yeah. PSG. Oh, it's PSG. He's done it a couple yeah. of times now. Yeah. Well, to me, he's he's David Santon on steroids. Like, 
he's, he's a bit of a stand, isn't he? He's comes, he just comes inside so well. Um, like, you know, he's so comfortable in position. He's got loads of pace, but he can also defend as well. Yeah. We noticed so many times when he was getting man of the match every week in the cup when we were playing Man City. He's a man, you know. He was absolutely incredible at right back. Incredible, yeah, you know what I mean. And then now we've asked him to play on the other side of the field, and he's just as good there as but well. That balance is... that you've got on both sides of the field now, and you mentioned it earlier, you you've got trips on one side bombing up there. Mm. Now you've got Tino bombing up that side yeah. as well. You would hate defending against that. Well, because you're overloading so many areas. But when your two wide men are coming inside and them are going on beyond you, you're just overloading so many areas. Yeah. There's so many problems that we have, and as a team, uh, that I don't. That, the opposition don't know how to handle it at times. Obviously, of course, the only the only thing to take away from it is you, you'd like to get more goals, right? That was probably the only thing you could say about that performance. The performance itself was as complete as it can get. It was just obviously finishing the chances that, unfortunately, we, we couldn't do because it was a 1-0 hammering. You know what I mean? It's what it, it was. was. Yeah. You look at the chances like Trippy hit the crossbar, Miggy had that one saved, Isaac had that one that was just kind of defected wide. Miley had one blocked on the line. Yeah. yeah. I thought there was a few times Miggy just... Didn't quite get enough on a pass. Like yeah. we had amazing movement, and there was a through ball, and he just he just underhit it. There was a few moments where we final, the very final ball wasn't good, but goodness me, I mean, I absolutely blew them away. Like, that, that first you know, half, and like I said, that first half was one of the the, the best performances I've seen from us. Mm-hmm. They were fantastic, Mark, and we were sat just looking at each other at times, going, "Like who is this? Like just how quick it was in the center of the field to it get is, a dangerous position was unbelievable." Exactly like it is. Everybody just seems to be on on the same wavelength and just know where the pass is going, where to be, the, the movements and like it, the, the dr- it's drilled into them just to, to, to do that. And it's almost on, on repeating just becomes a second nature to them. And, but like some of the movement was, was just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Little just triangles everywhere on the pitch, giving goes away. And like the, the pace, like we all know back you know, a few years ago, we had one person to carry the ball and fall over it a couple of times. Now we've got, you know, every player's carrying the ball forward. You've got people getting there, like Decker said just there. Wilson used to be isolated, you know, even going even further back than that. You just used to have somebody stand up front. Cossaloo. Cossaloo, Rondon. Yeah. Nobody getting anywhere near them. Whereas now, you've got, you've got the opposite. You've got yeah. too many people wanting to get there. But again, you've got enough within the team to be able to chase back and, and, and cover. It's, it's just majestic. The, desi- like to watch. the desires is unbelievable. It's isn't it? The desire of them is just yeah. unbelievable. Even Klopp said he enjoyed watching me. Did he? Even Klopp said, I, I don't know what he said. He said, I don't often um, praise Newcastle, but he says, like, I want like really, really good I, I, Honestly, I, I, I referenced this before there about Trent and, and um, Robertson and Manny. Yeah. I do feel like, well, that Liverpool. We're trying to play in that Liverpool way. We know and know when winning everything. The gig and press type of thing. Do you know what I mean? It's just relentless, like, especially at our building, like. It's definitely keep saying, but it's kind of roots in that, I think, It's yeah. just unbelievable, like. It's honestly unreal. And now having that uh, that forward-thinking person, no offence to Burn, uh, in Tino on the left-hand yeah. side, you've got that balance. It's the, You've literally got the same on both sides of the field. I can't see Burn getting back in the team. I feel really sorry for him. No. I was saying it full-time on Saturday. I feel dead sorry for Dan Burn because he's done, hasn't really done anything wrong. On the match reaction, I mentioned Hall. <laughs> it was Hall's yeah. been brought yeah. in. As a left back and as our choice as a left back, and but Tino, it's just how I keep on saying how good of a player he is. If he's on the right hand side, left hand side, I he think, could probably be on one of the wings. I think Tino's will start right back probably from if not next season and the season yeah. after. Yeah, trip yeah. thirty three. Yeah, kind of oh, yeah, kind of drop trip. Yeah, next season. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm, I'm dropping him, but the, the, you know, nat- it's natural that Push. a player will. Yeah. So if, next couple of years, and then I think that's you get if Lewis Hall's anything like as good as Livermore, yeah, people were more excited about him than were Tino. Mm. Yeah. 
I think given given what we know about our injury record, you know, someone will get a go at left back at some point. You know, yeah. I know we're saying he'll never get back in. What about Rowe? What Tino will play every week? He probably will play every week, but he's not gonna play every week because he'll get hurt. Mm. We will we will rotate, we will get more injuries and Dan Byrne may well slip back in. Yeah, my um <laughs> I was talking about Mike. Oh, sorry. Um, it is a, 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 the, the point the about Burn because when when Livermento first dropped in there and he had a good game, you thought, oh, well, he's he's done all right over there, but it's nice natural position, and is he is he going to be able to play there long term? Likelihood of Burn was was fit. He'd just come back in, slot straight back in there because of the way that we play. He's been there regular for nigh on two seasons. Yeah. Um, He's just with every performance, he just seems to be getting better and better and better. In, in like it's, he's just he's just brilliant. He's isn't classy. He? He's as brilliant. Well. Like you, you cannot appreciate how good he is. He's just, you see, you like you'd look at him and think he's been playing there in that team for years because of those how comfortable he is and just yeah. the way that he's very very quickly got a partnership going with um, Gordon out on there and yeah. them linking up well coming like alongside he's just really really comfortable wherever he is he can get up and down he'll chase back put last ditch tackles in not that he often needs to do that because he's very very good at reading mm-hmm. the game and what's happening in front of him and we've seen that a few times where he's stepping in and, and winning challenges and just picking it picking it out and it's just there's just a real confidence throughout that that team at the minute and it's just it's well, just great. I made the point of Miley. There's no way Miley's 17. Like, I'm not having it. Mm. He looks younger, but yeah. he plays like someone who's been... Again, on, I've said this after the PSG game. He's, he's Everything he does is right. And the same on Saturday. He just He's so composed and intelligent. And, and he knew both good. feet as well. I know. Yes, both feet passing-wise. He's doing some lovely passes with his left foot. Um, but I totally agree. He's, you know, he's Jordy Busquets for me. Like. I don't want to get too carried away because it's only, again, the sample size and all that stuff. But he, I've been seriously impressed with him this last month mm-hmm. or so. Like, Look at the, the players that he's played up against in the middle of the park in, in the teams that, that we've played recently. It's a baptism of fire he, from, like. He doesn't look out of yeah. place. No, well, we said that at the start of, well, I say the start of the month, it's only the, what, the fourth day, but late, when we came back from the international break, talking about the run of games, in that, imagine two years ago, saying, we'd have Man U, PSG, and Chelsea in a week. And we'd, Beat two of them and draw one with PSG a week. Well, one or three, yeah, really. technically. Well, yeah, well, th- this is what I thought. I honestly sat after the Man United game thinking exactly that question. Like, that yeah, thing but of, the thing is, this is dreamland stuff, like for the me. Chelsea and Man U games, we won them. Remember, I think I might have said this last week about Chelsea. When we've beaten them in the past, I remember the game where we've beaten when Sissoko burned past Ashley Cole yeah. and Gutierrez scored, and there was when Isaac Hayden scored ahead of late on. Scenes. In those games, <coughs> those games were like. We've beaten them, and you know, oh, Newcastle beating Chelsea. Now Newcastle are better than Chelsea. Yeah. And this yeah. one yesterday, it's a third game in a row of beating Man U. And beat them after years, the cup yeah. final. Beat them in the League Cup this year. Newcastle are a better team than Man U now. I I, 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 obviously, Man United are what they are, money wise. This, time, but I think Newcastle are a better side than Man United. Yeah. yeah. I think Chelsea is probably the, like of the games that we're talking there at home. That's probably more of a challenge than Man United because. Chelsea have picked up a little bit of form of recent. Well, the one again that we Brought, did, didn't it? Yeah, like so it, it just goes to show you what a standout result that is for us like, beating them in, in the manner that the, we did as they well. They won again at the weekend and man you were the form team in the league until this weekend. Well I think that you, you just mentioned it there, Newcastle being the better team and, and you know what I'm like for being an absolute content slut bestie. Um, but, <laughs> uh, but the the likes of the, the, the Man U fan channels that were doing their uh, combined starting eleven, majority of the that they were picking were Newcastle players. Really? And that's coming from my new fans. 
Yeah, it's well, funny. You, you never see that. You probably. I was thinking that after the game as well about how many players would get in our team from these, and based on based on that ninety minutes, is not. Not it's mad, isn't it? It's mad. It's mad to think it's that weird, though. Yeah, because I, I mean, I, Eddie Howe could get a lot out of someone like Rashford. Oh, you would think yeah, so. Yeah. You would definitely he would, think Eddie, so. He would be. Yeah. He's perfect for Eddie Howe. Martinez yeah. is better than Lascelles. Yeah, I I think I still think Bruno. Fernand, I don't like Bruno Fernandes, no, I don't but he's a he's he's clearly a very good footballer. To, to to just go back to reference the games we've played as well, right? You think that that we as you mentioned, you have seventeen year old in midfield. You've had Lascelles and Shea as your centre halves. Yeah, yeah. And we've played Chelsea, PSG away, and Man United. In and I'm going to say we only conceded one goal in them three games. Forget mm. the penalty. I'm I'm not accepting that penalty. So we've conceded or one. Klopp. No, no, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> accepting it. We've conceded one goal in them three games. And that's kind of like that. I, I find that unbelievable. Honestly, I do. Like the Newcastle United, man. Like, yeah, we would get pumped four, five. Used to be. I mean, used to be that. Like oh, them yeah. three games to only concede, and I'll say it again, one goal is unbelievable. Like, unbelievable. What I, what I made us laugh on. I made us laugh at the time, like on Saturday. But um, when he gave one minute of injury time at the end of the first half, yeah. and then nine at the end of the second nice. half. Oh, ridiculous. After the eight, ridiculous. Eight, eight minutes to park the prance. The, the, the ball wasn't out of play. The, they had the ball in play of a whole game. Yeah, I totally agree with that. The, one. the game yeah. St. James at the weekend there, Anana's wasting time from ten minutes in with goal kicks and taking ages and all that. Yeah, I he's kicked, taking 15, 20 seconds on the balls in his hands. I kicked off with the nine minutes and then I thought there was five subs. There was a goal. There was two VR. There was a couple of VR checks. Well, was so, Pope as well. Pope. That's, so probably, probably was nine minutes. Yeah, to be the fair. Pope's already the biggest chunk yeah. of it. Like to be Bruno fair. kicking off. Yeah, that was never nine out. minutes. No, no, but it's the biggest chunk of that. They got five, five subs as well. And you know what is that? I think. But a lot of them were at the same time. I started on. Because well, it's one off, don't they? Maybe, they, yeah. they always do it with substitution, even though they do three at the same time. It's one, then another one. They don't all just go off in as as a trio. Well, it depends on how if they're losing the game. Yeah, like, yeah. the old Robson days was three for three, wasn't it? Um, oh I, god, I, I, I think we're going to have to to, to mention Nick Pope's injury as well. It's just more bad luck uh, for Newcastle. Um, he knew straight away uh, because he was lying on the deck with his, his right arm. Well, you see, he knew straight away. Did you not? Did no, you, did you not? <laughs> not remember when. Um, Last season, I forget which game it was that, where Tyndall told him to go down. Where he's, yeah, we've got a corner, yeah. down, and Tyndall's like, oh, Nick. And he's, I thought it might be one of those, especially because it was at the end I of a, was just more the a period of, from Pope. A period of their possession and all that, and I thought, because mm. like, it was the shot. Well, he didn't need to make the, ironically, he didn't need to go down because it was the one that share block. Yeah, yeah. That was going, I think, from, was it Garnacho? Um, Great block, that as well. Regular, no, was, uh... was it regular? Not regular, it Spurs, isn't he? It was one, it was at Spurs, though. Anyway, okay, but yeah, he didn't. He didn't need to go down. And even then, when you look at it, you think, well, I, "I don't really know how he's." It must just be how he's landed. Obviously, it's so, landed. So well, you see it in the replay that when yeah. he's, he's going down, you can you can see his, his shoulder like. But you see by the way he went off. They say he's had a shoulder yeah, yeah. injury previously. I don't know if it's yeah, the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been very shocked if almost every single keeper hasn't had a shoulder injury at some point. Like, it's mad when you see how easy it's done, though, isn't it? You think he's probably done that a billion times in his career? Oh God, I through training sessions. That's what I mean. Literally a billion times, and then. It's just, just hard. Two in one season, though. Yeah, well, three. Like, did did Burn not pop us out at the very start? Or was that last season? No, nah, he did his years ago. He's well, Murphy's been in years. Well, I suppose. Yeah, yeah but like, his getting one through with Murphy, like, that seems odd enough. But then for you, you keep at a go a couple of weeks later as well. But uh, he was very it's, good again. At the I think it's a huge well, loss. Like, uh, honestly, I think it's a huge loss. And yeah. I don't want it. I do. I really do. I, I, I think um, it is. I, I, th- no? I think it is a big yeah, loss. But then I think Dubravka is, is a great choice to come in. And second I think Dubravka is a good. I, I think Nick Pope's a better goalkeeper than Dubravka. Yeah. I don't think there's a huge amount in it. 
Yeah, I'm with I, you. I think Dubravka, um his kicking's better than Pope's kickoff. Um, I don't think... I think yeah, you, you miss him because you always miss when your best players are out. I don't think it'll be a huge, huge thing. I think Dubravka... I hope you're right. Remember when Dubravka came right. in, he, had a, he, he made mistakes. Pope's made mistakes. But Dubravka, for the first... Well, I'd say before he went to Man, he won loan. No one was crying out for him to be replaced. Or very few people were. No, I, I'm... I'm not worried about him going in goal. I'm not. But I, I think Pope's a lot better. I think Pope wins you more points in a season than than Dubravka yeah. does. But yeah, I, I, I'm not. I'm not worried that he's going in there because, as you say, he's a very, very good keeper. Very able. He's, yeah. he's been excellent for us in the time that he's he's been here. He'll slot straight in there and he, and he'll do well. Stick with that subject. There's been a question in from David Paulson. That's his question. Uh, we are being linked with a move for De Gea and Ramsdale now. Thoughts on this? I find it very odd considering we have Dubravka and Karius. I'd be very shocked if we're looking at bringing it's another keeper. Talking I don't think we'll do either. Yeah. Well, there's a reason that no one's touched De Gea yet and apparently he was on 350 money, grand a week at Man U. We're not going to be paying that. It's money, money, money he wants because yeah. he's on a free. Yeah. But it's... Uh, that, that, that's either. the whole point. Like, it's papers putting two and two together. Agents probably talking as well. The fact that Pope's got out injured gets a pair there back in the headlines. Needs, doesn't yeah, it? he he hasn't picked up a club since he was released by Man United, which I am surprised about. Yeah, so in, in fairness, because he is he's a very very good shot stopper. I think he's on the way down. To here. He's, he's, he's a, probably he had, not as good as he, he had a bad as he was, was at his, his, his eyes. Place for a keeper. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, he I, has he's he's made a few a few ricks in his in his time, but I think he's been he's been like genuinely world class for a lot of his yeah. time at Man U. But it happens again. I mentioned Trippier earlier. I don't. I'm not saying that that's where Trippier is now. But to hear was starting. To, he was definitely in decline when they went. And there's not many Man U fans were sad that he went. Mm. For all he's been there, they are now. <laughs> yeah, well, I think he's better than that idiot they've gone. I, mean, no, no, I don't. You know, as a bad goalkeeper, but he he just it was almost like Pickford at the weekend. Where not with it, not maybe it's the same level of vitriol, but the fans were like straight away thought, "What well, we can get under his skin here?" It was constant eye every time he got the every ball. time. Yeah. yeah, and it worked. So would yeah. you would you take to here at the right price? Well, I know three hundred grand a week's insane. Did you know what it is? I think I think bringing to here in, if you're looking at financial fair play, then then yes, there's no fee that comes with it, but the wage is going to have it yeah. baked it, in it, any it, financial fair. You're play. effectively play. It's worse for FFP because you're not getting it over any any huge length Period of contract. Of well, yeah. You're not paying any. And you pay over that aye, over that distance of time. You can say a free transfer, but the, it's not a free transfer. Well, it's a sign-on fee. 350 grand a week, if like, that's hypothetically, that's what you let's say, what, that's 700, that's 1400, 1.4 million pound every month. Month, yeah. So that's 14 million pound a season. I don't need to pay that. For a keeper, that's not going to be playing. But And, and then if you sign him up, the, the Bravka's on the bench going, and, and, and Carrius, well, what's the point maybe yeah. in here? Poor Mark Gillespie. No, <laughs> he's living the dream. That bloke, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it. It does send the wrong Best message the world, for me, like because I wouldn't have. where Dubravka yeah. is now versus where De Gea is, I, I don't think it's a, a significant upgrade for 14 50 million pounds a season. I don't get it. Doesn't mean I don't say I don't get it. it. It doesn't appear to be happening, does it? Like, but I don't think it'll, yeah, I'd take them more. Okay. <laughs> Not for 300 grand a week, I wouldn't. Do you no. think he's better than Dubravka? Absolutely. Yes. He yeah, was. I don't think he's absolutely now, like. now. Like Absolutely. Yes. My opinion. He's certainly not better with his feet. He's terrible with his feet. People mm. complain about Pope. Imagine what they would be like if when De Gea was in nets. I think I would. Uh, yeah, I would take him. Like. I, I, I don't. I don't think it would be worth the. the, the it wouldn't be the, worth that outlay. No way would it. Nah, no like, way would it. No, no. Nah. I'm, I'm certainly not saying that. But 
I don't think you'll get much more from from De Gea than what Dubravka can give you. Like, I hope he's right. Like. The, the only way for me that you you do something is if you are going and signing a big a big keeper, your Sandal. number one, not in stature. Me. Definitely wouldn't be saying Pickford, <laughs> would you? Because he's very small. Um, his arms are. But like it would Ramsdale. You'd, you'd have to be sent again. There's nothing between like other him. than age. He's Ramsdale's got age on his side, but I don't think he's that much better than. Than Pope, I think he's better than Merol. I think Nick Pope, it, as I, I say, age com- is probably the only yeah. thing for me that he's got. I was having this side. conversation last week um, on Twitter, and aside from Edison and uh, Allison, I wouldn't take anyone ahead of Pope. That's why I think yeah, it's such a hard not the Premier League. That, that, but that, that's what I mean. So we're talking. Yeah. We're saying he's the third best keeper in the league. For me, he is. That, that that's why I think it's a huge loss. I, I still think I'd have the Brown top ten though. Possibly in the Premier League. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't think you bring someone in. I mean, De Gea is a bit of a funny one because I think he has been a wonderful keeper in his time, but yeah. last year and a half. And you've got the, the scrutiny of playing for Man United where you've seen Harry Maguire yeah. struggle with that. Mm-hmm. So if Maguire had gone to West Ham to start it's last been season, a bad season. I see the keeper yeah. just struggling at the minute, don't we? Like, it's, yeah. I, I think with, with, yeah, no, no, yeah. with Dubravka, you've got to remember when Dubravka last played for us in sticks, he would have been getting a lot more shots at him as well. Let's yeah. be honest with you. Yeah. Well, I think that's when it's harder for a goalkeeper. I've said this for years yeah. that you're cold, you're, you're not called upon. For a long period of a game, which let's be fair, right? Yeah. You shouldn't be for us, really. Well, I haven't been, but you look at the moments where Pope on Tuesday night there, away, man. I mean, goodness me, man, he was a hero, man. That one you know on his knee. And I'm not saying the brother couldn't make every one of them scenes, but I'm not so sure. There's a couple of them I don't think he could have. And that's honestly, that's why I think Pope. I am very pleased we have the brother there. Let's be very clear. I'm, if it was Carius now coming in, I'd be a hell of a lot more worried. And that's not just that's no knock on Carius, but he, I would be worried. Like I, I can't deny that. So Dubravka, I am really pleased he's there. Don't get us wrong. It's a hell of a second goalkeeper to have. But I honestly think that Pope, we've got one of the best defences in the league ever. Uh, last season was amazing yeah. as well. And Pope is a huge part of what that is. He is. And that's he why is. I think losing him's a lot bigger than that. Because mm. and, and rightfully so in one sense, everyone said, well, if we're ever going to get another injury, it's just about as a goalkeeper. I've got loads of them. Everyone's been saying this. I hope that doesn't come back to bite with that, that feeling of blase about sorry, got Dubravka. 33 days time. I just feel that it just has, well, exactly. But I just feel that like everyone's like, oh, it's all right. It's just Pope. It's fine. We've got Dubravka. Almost as if that's, that's all right. I, I, I may be on the other side of I think it's bigger than what people think. Okay, and I think that's testament to how good Dubravka has been for us, is that people have got that memory of, of what he's capable of doing it. He's time served. It's not like you're some young kid who's coming in. Haven't made like four or five championship you know games. Again, he's played a couple hundred games for it. He's done it for the most part very well, I think. Like that, so. that, yeah. Did he come in the January? Yeah, yes, he did. On loan. Against Man U. We, we brought him in on Unbelievable. loan. Unbelievable. We played Burnley at home. He didn't play something like on January he's, 31st, 2018. If I remember right, his first season for the club, he was fantastic. Brilliant. His yeah. debut, Man U at home. Was unbelievable. Was Matt was unbelievable. Okay. unbelievable. That's when he's called upon 57 times a game. Yeah. To be fair, you know what I mean? When we played Spurs at Wembley, it was. He ain't touched the ball once he let it in. It was terrible. But that's just one mistake. Every keeper does a mistake. Every goalkeeper yeah. does a mistake. There's been times this season where we've sat in and, and looked at uh, Nick Pope and said he could be doing a bit better. It's just what happens with keepers. But Pope was getting abused last weekend for his kicking. Well, Nine days ago, people haven't gone. They could hear the Gallagher, another noise them for Nick Pope because his kicking wasn't great and it wasn't great. But you get we've gone, we've, gone from, we've gone from that, from the Gallagher being nervous on Nick Pope's kicking to all of a sudden, that's it. We're dropping out of the top 10. We're, we're, we're finished now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, it's mad. It, it, Nick Pope's an excellent goalkeeper. I don't think I don't think Dubravka's as good as he is, but he's not that far behind. I don't yeah. think. I, I think. I, I think out, the three Time goalkeepers. The three goalkeepers. Have, well, we've got four, but like, Gillespie notwithstanding, I think Dubravka, Pope, Dubravka, and Carius. There's not a stronger three goalkeepers than the Premier League. 
Carriers is the, the, the strongest third choice goalkeeper in the league at the minute. I kind of, unless Scott Carson's still yeah. at Man City. I, I think is, yeah. people would be <laughs> if he got a run of games and got that match sharpness back and stuff like that, he, he'd be Carriers. Yeah, he'd be a starting keeper in a lot of teams. And people's memories are tainted by that Champions League yeah. final, and it was dreadful, don't get us wrong, but it. He was brilliant for it, them. It, it would have affected him. Yeah. But at Wembley, for the, in the League Cup last season, I don't think he played badly at all. He was unlucky for the Botman own goal. He just looked sorry. He had a bit of a funny start. I thought he looked a bit nervous. The rest of the game, he did nothing wrong at all. Yeah. Ah, Carriers is all right. But I wonder who's going to be on the bench now. Then how many goalkeepers are going to have on the bench? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Best you make it a call up. Is Gillespie registered in the 23? Is, is he not counted as being homegrown? He'd be homegrown, money. He? he might be, like. But can then, he, can he get the Champions League squad? No, but he's no, still got to be named in the Premier League squad, though, doesn't he? No, not if you're homegrown, I don't think you do. Ah, but age, is that not? Uh, maybe age, though. Still, like, yeah, possibly. And he's 49 or something. Older than you. I was going to see you at school then, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> you, well, you, like... you? You've just mentioned there that uh, <laughs> the, the crowd with the nerves and stuff with Pope's kicking, and I think yeah. it's only right that we. We mentioned the crowd because we've we've That's been full of a bit of stick. That has been about question. the atmosphere so recently. We'll, we'll address it. Uh, so it comes in from Jules. Hi, Jules. Uh, that says, "How was the atmosphere?" So, more, more carry on. Tenfold. It, it always is against it was, them. It was far, far better than it has been in the, in the last couple of weeks. Be a filled. My night at home. How Honestly, how I way? couldn't tell the difference between the two weekends. because oh, where I am, I, can't, I can never hear the way fans anyway. Apart from when Dortmund had that drum. Um, Oh, you've got really good Yarra Link, Mark. <laughs> and I, I can't tell. To me, that didn't sound a great deal better than Chelsea, but that's because oh, I've got people on that side seeing And it's, it doesn't take much to kind of, well, it sounds like it's dead loud. It was fever pitch, I thought. Like. Yeah, I thought it was much better. Um, it, it was bouncing. Yeah. It probably helped that, that everybody was full of drink and, and Mark was absolutely... Had most of it. Yeah. Um, to be fair, like it was a first but time. You when... must. You you would have only have been half a shot behind us. Well, if if people saw me and you stood next to each other on Saturday night, I'm guarantee one hundred percent of them would have thought you had been out a lot longer than me. It was the first time in ages I've come down the stairs from where I my my seat is, and Mark was still there. I actually couldn't move. <laughs> I was I was very happy. You were. I was very happy. Yeah, it was an error not having anything to eat on Saturday. Like, no, the old classic. I had a festive bacon in my pocket for all time. It was a, uh, it was just, it was just a so, festive bacon. Uh, Do you know what would be good if, like, you know, the reels in front of you, they put like hot water and then you could have warmed your festive bacon. That's exactly <laughs> what I've been saying. Yeah. I've been saying That's exactly that. Saying. You, 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 saying get, get them plumbed. Get warm your hands up because it was bitter on Saturday as well, oh, wasn't it? It was bold. Put the atmosphere. How did it come across on TV? Good, unbelievable. I had yeah. a ticket for the game, but I was at Kielder Forest with the Bains. And I knew I would never get back in time for kickoff, and I'd literally got back the second. I literally sat my arse down. And it was kickoff. They were coming out the tunnel. Yeah. So um, I was I was good, obviously, in that sense. But kids always come first. But they, honestly, on the telly, it was unbelievable. Like it was, it seemed amazing. And I think it, again, there were, you know, like the, the the keeper, obviously, being what people think of him. Every time he touched the ball, that I think that helped because the fans were on yeah. him straight away. But again, it was our performance out the block straight away, winning the ball up high. The amount of times, man, we won the ball back early. It it. Every every fan base loves that, but we certainly do. You know, we when Miggy's winning the ball, but our Joe Linton's winning early on yeah. in in their half of the field. The fans are just woof straight away up for it. You know, and you couldn't not not be up for that. That's how good that first half well, was. One one standout moment for me. Now, I'm not sure if the, the the TV cameras would have picked this up, but obviously we would have seen it in the ground there. Is that Bruno's chasing the ball down in the second half? He's he's closing the keeper down. Uh-huh. Then rather than continue to chase after the ball towards the keeper, he yeah. just starts. 
Jared, that the fans are like this in the crowd, and the ball's still in play, and he just stops and he's. Oh, it's, a, it's like, only like ten yards it. away from him. He's like, yeah. oh, I'm pretty concentrated. Yeah, no, he's like, you know, Bruno. Man, 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 it's like he saw it full time when he was like bounding towards the. I thought he was brilliant. Though. Honestly, it's like a brilliant. dog that's had a stick thrown, yeah, yeah. but then another one thrown in a different direction. He's yeah. back with his best Bruno, like he, he was yeah. that, and Joe Linton as well. Joe he was an was... absolute beast again. Stupid yellow card though. Uh, sorry to be negative. Like, okay. He's shooting a ball that lines in for out. He, he, the ball went out of play and he just started literally oh, growling right. in the linesman's face. Yeah, I was like, was what are you doing? Are. What are you doing? Booking. I was like, that's just, that's stupid. Yeah. You mentioned though the fans are getting on the keeper's back. Very similar yeah. to what we do with Pickford. Yeah, Almost it was identical. Copy. Oh, it was identical. I, obviously, to be fair, the lad did quite well. I thought actually in possession a couple of times. A few times he's not out of play, but that's so big. Yeah, but there was a few times right, he yeah. did Cruyff turn someone and passed it out wide and I was like, oh, fair enough. Paul Williams uh, is coming in saying, the Guardian said our treatment of Onana was, and I quote, horrible. Yeah, it was. That's good. That's, that's, what, that's how we meant to treat that's the opposition. That's absolutely great. Of course it is, isn't it? Of course it is. Of course it is. Yeah, I, then, you know, like, I mean, if it, if it gets, obviously, with, you, you can go too far, you can be nasty, you can be racist. Like, it, was never, I, it didn't happen. Nah, so it was, it, was, it was nasty in the way that it was It was just constant. It was, it was like, basically it was, saying, well, now you're dodgy, and we're going to put you on yeah, a bit of That's how it was. It was exactly what we do with Pickford. Yeah. If you think that's horrible, just look at what the lads have had going to the likes of Milan, Dortmund, PSG. God, I, like I, whistles I, constantly at yeah. the lads. Yeah. Guardian would be kicking right and, off. And that's why, you know, we, we've got something special when we play at home. And, you know, as much as the, the, the owners came out with them comments last weekend <laughs> and, and got some, you know, nasty remarks, shall we say. It it just goes to show you that when you, St James Park is on its metal like that, there's no better place and no worse place for an opposition to come. Did you see Murdad tweeted after the game and say like, thanks for your support? Well, that was that was, yeah. that was great. That yeah. What the, like what we've said for years, and try and make St James's Park a fort or something like it's it's a kind of a phrase we've always tried to have. And yeah. mm-hmm. since how's walking in that door? Pretty much anyway, it's been that, hasn't it? Like, I, I've seen the league table now where there's no team won as many points at home this season so far. Yeah, we're, we're only, top of that table. It's only Liverpool that we dropped points against. Only Liverpool, yeah. And that was quite a wobble for 10 minutes. Yeah, it was mental. Um, we're just, I, I've said it, I, I don't know how many times I've repeated it, but I've said it. Deck a stat here, probably making it up, but I'm sure it was right. Seventh consecutive home win in the league? No, no, sixth. I think it was the sixth. If we've got Decker. Fixing your digger stats. No, I'll tell you why. No, was, does yeah. that not include the Dortmund game though? No, it was. It was. It was fifth Premier League. It was the sixth because I did that interview. With it's a rat, it's, it's either five, six, or seven. We've oh yeah, digger. We won some well, games at home. Well, we discuss yeah. that, mate. You done an interview at Talk Sport. How did that go? It was good. I. It was a. Uh, I did it with um, Paul Ross was the guy, and then it was a uh, the Stratford Paddock was the yeah, United the, fan. Like a really popular. He was sounding. You no, know, he was sound like he was an. It was it was really good. It went about twenty minutes or so. Um, but it ate it like four in the morning, then six in the morning. Well, I wasn't listening to that. Yeah, so, me neither. Um, I've got a link actually. My email. I haven't even pressed play on it because it's a bit late now in the day. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? It's been and done. But it was Especially good. When you predicting where get beat? No, I didn't. No, I, I, I said I, they said you've got two options. Like, you can, well, you can give two opinions. One's with your heart, one's with your head. And I said three one. That was what me heart. But I said I was just worried about playing midweek. Mm. And I said I said yeah. one one was mine. I said one one. But I said if we if we turn up and can do what we can do, we mm. could blow you away. And yeah. t- we did blow them away, but it was only one nil. We've, we've mentioned turning St. James Park into the likes of a fortress and just how good the fan base can be, Mark. Um, news comes out today, um, so emails arrive. Talk me through the emails for those that, that don't know. 
Um, so it's gone out to season ticket holders and members, I believe. Um, and it is in response to the supporters meeting that was held a couple of weeks ago. Secret meetings. Not so secret, this one. Um, where Darren Eels spoke about the fact that we had a, a world-renowned agency working with us to do some um, little bit of digging, little bit of investigation around um, a feasibility study around the stadium. Um, what the demand is for for tickets? Should we expand it? Is it possible to expand it? Shall we build a new stadium? Where should that stadium be? Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So it's all all stems from that. And there was a series of questions around what's important to you about your match day experience. Um, going there, the availability of different ticket types. Mm. It had information in there around some of the um, corporate the 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 more. The newer stadiums, like the likes of Arsenal, Spurs, City, etc., uh, where they've got certain certain areas there with the pitch side stuff, the, um, the tunnel stuff, yeah. um, different types of boxes. So obviously in Newcastle, we know we've got the executive boxes kind of around the yeah. the Leesers and, and the Millburn, um, the sporting clubs and stuff. We've got obviously the two new corporate areas in the Leesers and the, the Millburn Gallagher corner. So... It was introducing people's thoughts around there, whether that would be something you were interested in not or not. Um, it then looked at your thoughts around redevelopment of the current stadium and whether you thought we needed it, what needed to be focused on. Was it things like the um, the food and drink, the vending situation, um, the club shop, um, how much time you spent at the ground before the match and after the match? those kind of questions so again looking at the hospitality side of things and the the food and drink concessions um asking around what sort of things you'd like to see there as well so again thinking of some of the newer stadiums where like spurs have got like brew dog in there and got sushi town, restaurants yeah. beaver town all, all of that kind of thing so in there and um so the club releasing this right and i get members and non-season ticket holders will probably go down, I might be wrong here, and apologies, but they might go down the path of, of new stadium because new stadium means bigger stadium, which means more chance of getting a ticket. And I would imagine the majority of season ticket holders would probably be the other side of it, things. It asked you both. So it, it talked about like where your preferences would lie, what you would rather do, why you thought we needed to extend the stadium, if you did think we needed to extend it, etc. Um, and then it, it did talk about a new stadium. Yeah. And the, there was um, some telling questions in there around where should that stadium be? Would you be happy South to Shield have would a, be all right. <laughs> would you be it. happy to have a new stadium built if it was on the plot of where we are now? So basically, it's St. James's or within five to ten minute walk of St. James's. Would you be happy to walk 15 to 30 minutes? Still that? still within the city centre? I can't remember those um, Definitely ask those ask questions. Um, would you walk 15 to 30 minutes within the city centre again if it was a new a new stadium or would you be willing to work walk more than 30 minutes was that so, to do with bars no well it asked you both around yeah on the stadium it was particularly around if a new stadium was being built so how far would you there's a lot of people mentioning new stadiums and what a new stadium w- would look like right and i get why the likes of a lot of the London teams have done it. Right? I get it, right? Because of the, the foot traffic that you're going to come from from the tourist aspect of it is is will be very, very high. 
me as a as a local match going fan, no matter what is in that stadium beforehand, if it's bars, if it's shops or whatever, I'm not going into that ground earlier with the city centre that we yeah. have. I'm not doing it because we know for fine well the prices would be sky high and I'd rather just stay in the local pubs, have a few drinks in there, then go into the match like I do now. I don't get why fans want this big new fancy stadium. Like, as long as the lads are delivering on the field, I don't care. The, the majority, the, like. the majority of people want a new fancy stadium because it'll have more seats. Exactly. That 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 is the top and bottom of it. And if if that is why you want a new stadium, you can put but that I, as your. But as I know a season ticket holder who wants a new stadium. Mental that though. He's got a season ticket, and and that's why there's different different opinions yeah, around yeah. because it it depends on what what is important to you. Like I'm the same. Like for me, the important thing about this stadium, and I'd be open to getting a new stadium providing it was still in the heart of the city centre because that is what <coughs> makes this club special. I think it's it's where, where could it very, be? Very, very hot. Yeah. Well, then, it's not even that best. How, how many times have we seen the last handful of weeks that because we're doing so well, um, expectations change and the atmosphere is dipping because of that. Move us into a different stadium and the atmosphere goes completely. The thought of it makes me blood go cold, to be honest with you. Like, yeah. I do not want to move out of St. James's Park. I'm with you. Arsenal have struggled for like years it. with yeah. their atmosphere. Yeah. With, oh, what are you doing there? Hello. And, and to, with moving into that new stadium. The Emirates, in, it's the not Emirates, that far, maybe. It's not it's, a, the corner. Yeah, it's just yeah. the corner. But I think the problem you've got, it's new surroundings. It's it's, it's shifting people from it's just different. You know I mean? It's like, just look, different, different areas. I think Wembley, Wembley was a huge thing. Like mm-hmm. We've mentioned Wembley's atmosphere, how poor that was. And of course, I mean, probably not going to get a better idea, right, in terms of what it was. Yeah. But I just feel, don't get us wrong, it, w- it would eventually turn into whatever it is. And you ask Spurs fans, and a lot of spurs, they're very spit still now. It's pretty much on the same site as they, well, isn't it? Yeah, they're saying that. Well, oh, they built it on the they back did, of the existence. Yeah, they're, they're saying it's much better than Whitehall Lane, but there's a hell of a lot of them going, no, 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 no. The lane yeah. was much better. Do you know what I mean? So it's. West Ham for, for me, the Berlin to London stadium. I might be completely blinded by this. I, I might be, but I just don't see what a new stadium is going to give you, apart from more seats and a couple of extra so facilities. Well, as the owner, it's going to give you the opportunity to make a lot more money because you can increase the corporate stuff. You can put the bars, the restaurants and stuff like that. So again, you're generating much more match day revenue. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? If they move the stadium out of the city centre, which none of us want, it would be the Kingston Park thought. to watch rugby. Oh, my God. There's nothing around nothing, it, yeah. pub-wise. But the, it's not money, just, it's not just that, that level. It's Premier League. No, there's no, but what I'm saying is... There's teams where there's nothing anywhere near the grounds. If they did that, if St. James is anywhere, Doncaster, um, the all the newer grounds, Sunderland's, it's, it's, there's nothing really around it. Like, you know, pub-wise, we chief in the Corrie Town and whatnot. But, um, like, for me, what you said earlier, Chris, you, if they could do what they want in the stadium, people are going to still drink in the bars. Yeah. Not if they move the stadium out of, like, Kingston Park yeah, or... Yeah, Boston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. if, if, if they move it to an area where there's nothing else to do... Bottleneck near there, isn't it? You're just going to go, oh, it's got in the ground really, have a few yeah. pints there in that case. Because who's going to get the Metro? Like, it, talking as South Tyneside has you gated some quite cow, but you know what I mean. Would you get the metro to the city centre, have a few beers, and go off? Nah. Then get another metro to the stadium or the bus? Because well, if you live in, if you live in the city centre, they might, they might, they yeah. might go there and have a few, then travel. Do you know what I mean? Where oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do agree with what you're saying. Well, I, I would imagine wherever they move it, they'll. I would imagine be very similar Wembley though, wouldn't it? The, the, a couple of bars. Yeah, something Wembley, will get created to. Like there'll be a bar there. There, there. there will be bars made there. No, like, no, they'll, they'll do it at in some the ground. Point. Yeah, prob- do it the ground will, that's yeah. going to maximise what the money they make. Yeah. Mark says yeah. if they put if they, the club drops already there, I suppose they put 
if if they make it so like let's use Tottenham's as the blueprint. We've, have we all been at Tottenham's? I've been a couple of times. Yeah. I, you've got the bars and they've got the Beaver Town thing. You've got you've got this and you've got the food stalls and all that, which has got it, but it's just bigger and better and whatever. Yeah. But if that's made available, so let's say they get Wildland Brewery, you get some crafties in. They get sort of now scream for pizza. They get um, whatever. Get Greg's. Dixon's Greg's. Well, yeah, because I local. <laughs> I've got Dixon's. I'll do Dixon's. That was now. a question oh, around local produce and stuff like that, like as well. That was. So if they have all that in a in a totally bespoke area, you could maybe have like the um the the, the shipment container thing they have in the what's it called a stack. stack. You could you could theoretically have that attached to the side of a, a club on it, like a fan park. Well, if you think of Wembley, well, I don't know if, if it was park. the same for you, but no, actually in Wembley, like the, around the ground floor. There was loads of like those separate concessions where they were doing yeah, street yeah. food, they were doing pizzas, yeah, yeah, they were yeah, doing yeah. So, so it is well, kind what, of like that. But that's what that's what they're saying as well. Is part of the survey is how early would you get there? Why do you get there when you get there? I'm, I made sure I got a dig in about the queues with digital well. tickets in that I section. Did. Like, but I, well, for me, it, it, it's a little bit. There's alarm bells going off for me because yeah. to me, it looks like they are looking but at asking but, about would you put how much would you pay extra yeah, for I all of these zero. things as well. Zero. Yeah, zero. Thanks very much. But stuff like that. How much extra would you pay? And um, what kind of tickets? Well, like gauging interest in hospitality. Yeah. In in all that carry on and but when you say it, to <laughs> me, it reads like that's the first knockings of them. Actually, going ahead with it, it's well, a, and I get it. It, it look, it's their business. Yeah, the, they're not. They're here to make money. Ultimately, they are. But I it, it. it's. I also think they're trying it's to a make a scary money. thought. No, it is. but of course it is. Of course it is. I, I, I don't know. I think. I don't know. Like I, 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 when I did the Spurs Stadium tour, right, and I looked at, and I'm going to just go way away from from what my heart's telling us here, right? Everyone always goes, "What difference would it make?" You look at what the players' facility was in that ground. Yeah. By the way, can I add? Yeah, they yeah. had hot tubs and saunas and all sorts. Had a pure dining area for the match, pretty much before next door to the dressing room. I mean, Christ, I mean, we got nothing. Man. We have nothing for the players at all. Now, you may go where they didn't need it, but if you're, you know, if if that was to make you track, even better on the field, well, that you've got better yeah. facilities in the, they honestly Spurs Stadium inside in terms of the facilities, the probably better than what we have at the training ground, man. Mm. That's in the in-match stadium. Now, a lot of people might not care about that. Do you know what I mean? They might not. But but you care you about know. the fact that that revenue is coming in means that we can then go and spend a hundred million pound on a player. That, oh, that's no, a tangible reason. And this is where that, this isn't is, it. I'm not saying I'm fifty. You've got to think of that logic. But I see what when I went honestly, God, when I went, I came out of space. That's unbelievable. Like. Yeah, and not just on an impressive level because it impressed me. It was God. The players must love this. They yeah. must love coming at the mat and seeing this, and then also the money, as you've mentioned, all that type of stuff. Um, but the other side for me, of course, is it's St James's Park. Yeah, and I do not want to leave what we have, and, and that's it's why our place for me it's really hard. The location is the key bit. So you're saying you wouldn't mind knocking it down then, literally to the ground. I'm not saying I wouldn't. And then start I'm again. Not saying I wouldn't mind because that would hurt. Yeah, but if you're getting, suppose a stadium or, there, you know, a, a brand new, you know, state of the art stadium with fantastic facilities, the the best. You know, facilities for the players, for the spectators. God, I can't believe I just called with spectators, but you know what I mean. Um, Soon to then be. Then that's you've got to then think. Well, that's the step in the in the right direction. It's kind if, of. If I go back to when I first started going to there, I, I used to start. I had to piss up against the wall. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I had say. somebody pissing on me leg. Still wasn't certain. During the war, that was the, the no, wartime games. Like, that were. We've we've came down, you know, that is twenty the... thirty years. Look at the difference between what we've got as a stadium now versus what that was like when I was going in the nineties. Yeah. 
it's night and day and sometimes as as painful as it is you you might have to do you might have to knock it down you you would like nothing more than right let's just mirror the leaser's end onto the galligate get it up to level seven knock down the list of buildings the list of buildings do the same down that side and you've got a fantastic huge stadium slap bang in the middle of the city center well, that'd be about seventy thousand if you did that wouldn't it Give a, if, i'd, if I'd be happy with that yeah it's highly unlikely to be able to happen yeah, wouldn't, would it? so therefore you've then got to look at right can we make this work by knocking it down and building something there or do you have to look at moving it slightly look at the the town more look at potentially the, the the arena site and down there which is again still five minute walk from the city center it it's it's still in the heart of things feasible, was it the arena site i think, I, there are I think it would be it. Sure I've read. well they haven't been it's i think it's owned by miller homes and it's been yeah. like owned by them for years and years and they can't build on that because of diesel leakage and stuff like that from when there was storage on there but that was for people having habitable living in in houses and stuff if you're going to just completely excavate that area and stick a massive you know eighty thousand seater stadium on there you're still able to get in get to there from the center of town in a short walk it's still got all of the facilities on the doorstep and it's no technically it's an error for us i do think though that this whole uh survey this is fact-finding mission if you like is I feel like they're more wanting to move. The, if I'm honest, I'm, I'm taking it. Like, yeah. In my, I shouldn't say this really, but he, he was. They were very oh, clear at the, at the supporters meeting that that's not what it was about. It was about investigating all avenues. And if they had a plan now, why would they bother asking me? Why would they bother doing because the survey? It's the right, it's the politically the right thing to yeah. do. Them could swear these votes. How many other clubs oh, do that? Sixty-seven percent want to move. Hey, we're moving. I'm not going to, I'm not going to look at the books. I, I wonder if it's all those, those secret members, all the memberships that were bought and no one knows who buy. Uh-huh. I wonder if they'll all have a, yeah, we're going to move, that'd be great. <laughs> Let, let's have more hospitality, please. It, honestly, mate, like, yeah. I'm not being funny, but, yeah. No, I, I hate the thought of it. And even if, the, I, I wouldn't be, again, if they knocked it down and rebuilt it. Is that not the issue, though, the site not big enough? Well, it's not just the site that, that, that there's talk that could move, that, that you've seen, the, you'll have seen the stuff where they could build a pitch sideways or, yeah. or go down. Like okay, the, and that's going to be yeah. part of the study. They'll look at all then, of that yeah, to see. The issue with that, you know, the foot traffic coming in out of St. James's Park at the minute is bad enough. Like, imagine putting even yeah. more seats in that same site and the foot traffic then trying to get in and out. It was another thing for me would be if they were to do that, where would they play in the meantime? Yeah, that's, uh, that's yeah, the big nowhere else. Nowhere nowhere else. Yeah, couldn't no. be at Sunderland. They wouldn't Temple they Park Field. Temple Park <laughs> Field. Yeah. Like, Gator Stadium isn't big enough by any. Well, that was the option last day when they were looking to build on the, the yeah. town work. Well, I was watching Barcelona oh. last night, actually, funny enough, at home against Atletico Madrid. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. And they're playing at the old Olympic Stadium. Oh, and obviously, it's tiny. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. And, like, I immediately had that thought. And it's funny, then the following day, the survey has come out. But I did think, oh, where would we even play? Because, yeah. obviously, Tottenham played at uh, Wembley. Well, that was As getting done. Oh, yeah. West Ham played it. No, they, played, they moved to a different ground. Yeah. Yeah. But when, yeah. then played at Wembley for Arsenal, did that Arsenal. when the Emirates yeah. was getting That's built. Awesome. Then we just don't have that option. Like, Arsenal we just don't have it. it wasn't. It was wasn't so much when the Emirates was getting built. It was more just for the Champions League. They didn't do it in the league. It was just Champions League games played at Wembley. Did they not play there so, even when the Emirates was getting built? No, because they were far apart. No, oh, 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 my bad. Then. My bad. There's a great shout there from Tommy Turtle. That says, "Did we mention the 12k tunnel view seats yet?" 
Um, yeah, it it was... put some prices on them as well, didn't it? What you would expect. 10, 10K, ten k. How much they were at other clubs? Yeah, that's a. Well, that, that's what the Spurs ones were. Tunnel Club, which looks mint like. To be fair, it was great. And you said, but then again, there's a few things again. Like for my opinion, yeah, is that w- when we did the tweets, and oh, so what? What the lad? What they do here? They get served the meal in the city, and there's a gl- massive glass window, and you see all the players lining up in the tunnel. Now, my immediate reaction was, well, I wouldn't be here at this point. I'd be in my seat because the players are coming out. But there would be people yes, there. Yes, of course, yes. And there's 10 grand a seat to, for that, you know. Now, in in in, in Spurs, the, the steward was telling us, lovely bloke, and he was saying, hey, mind you, it costs you two grand to get on the list here. That's for nothing. That's just to be on just the list. Just to get the door. And then, then you may get offered a seat, and it's eight grand after that. So you're paying two grand a year to be in the ballot, basically, and we all love a ballot. <laughs> but basically, that's what you're paying two grand to be on, in a, just in a list here, and you're getting nothing for it. I'm not saying we do that. I'm just saying yeah. what Tottenham are doing. That's for their time. Honestly, at this at this moment in time, that demand isn't isn't there. It's it's a huge risk to take. Yes, we've had great couple of seasons since on takeover. Yes, it has, but it's it's such a huge risk to take so early on in the new ownership. I absolutely agree, and I just wanted to mention the uh, the rooftops thing in the corner. Do, do I suppose what we know? Do, do we know how that's selling? Do we know? Like no it always seems to be. I don't. I don't think there's many seats in there to be honest okay, with you. Because okay. when they come it's out, it's that old balcony bit, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's old balcony. Yeah. So they'll, they'll, they'll pull it, shut the blinds down. So obviously you can't see it because you're not allowed to watch the game from it being inside of it. Okay. Um. So, and they'll come out, and there's not many seats. To be fair, I would say a couple of hundred thereabouts. Right. But then if you look in the other section, the wings as it calls, that yes, it fills, but it takes a while to fill after. Particularly after half after time. Half time, yeah, it like, takes a yeah. while. Because everybody's it, inside. Yes, it's it's just so expensive, though, isn't it? And I, I just, I, my biggest fear is is that the price out, the 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 what's the best word I can say? Yeah, I don't want to say common sounds awful, doesn't it? No, but no, it's no, right, no, no. That's what I mean. Every day, fans. I, I don't crazy. care if they have a hundred thousand corporate tickets providing the people like us who want to go to the game, the working class. Like, I'm going to be working class, middle class. I don't know, whatever. People who want to go Newcastle fans who want to go and watch Newcastle can. If they're building this massive super duper stadium. Build it, make it big enough so that people who want to go, fans, can go and watch. Because it would be a piss take if the turnaround said, "Yes, we've built this ninety thousand seat stadium, but there's still fifty thousand yeah. seats for yeah. fans." Like, which it never, it never would be. But I, yeah. I totally get the ratio of what you mean in there. So if you say it's eighty thousand and there's twenty five thousand not corporate, well, you're not really. There's we're no improving by eleven ten thousand. It's not very much, like, is it? Do you have a mean? million it's... corporate tickets for me, providing yeah. that the, the yeah. proper fans in the commas are um, catered for. In the, you know, just paying a, a reasonable price to go and watch football like yeah. what I've done. But cu- current forever. demand would tell you we could easily fill a 60, 70,000, if not more, yes, yeah. seat a stadium. Right now. Right right now. now. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's, that is with your everyday fan. Uh, we have been going for over an hour, so the, the, there's one more talking point I quickly want to go through. Um, and, and obviously, it, it's the, the FA Cup draw <laughs> against Sunderland. <laughs> um, I've already spoken to, to you about it, Decker. Uh, Bestie. Hello. Initial thoughts on it? I never want to play them again. So I, 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 I just don't want to play something. What, what if we got? I've I, I kind of been twenty four, whatever, hours since the draw. And one of my mates made a really good point straight away, Kieran, who says like, if we win, then they are the kind of oh, well, it's all that Saudi money. They're, yeah. they're, they're the plucky underdogs, the everyman team that come up against the kind of state owned behemoth. And so, even if we put like fifteen past them, well, good out something rather than go. And if they beat with it, it's you know what it is. There's only one loser. There There's only one loser. Yeah. I, I read it, it, this thing. I, obviously, being on from Shields, I've a lot of Sunday supporting mates. And I, I, I'll be honest, the people I've spoken to me next door neighbours, big red and white, and he was around hours earlier to help out with the, the, the boiler. And he's he was like, oh, get that I, guest I, tested if I was I you. I don't want to 
Oh no, he didn't actually appear. <laughs> he was like, I don't know. He says, "Well, get, get high enough." He was like, "But I was reading this thing on Facebook again because I've got I've got a lot of red my mates." And the this thing from Rotor Report was shared in my timelines because of algorithms and whatnot. And this baffling thing I read where it was like, "Well, have a chance to show them that our players are better than their players and all that." I'm like, I'm reading this thing and like, like seriously, this is outrageous. outrageous. And they call us delusional. It's madness. Yeah. Well, well I've also to... heard a lot in that, saying uh, when they taste our atmosphere, they haven't played in an atmosphere like ours. And I'm like, the lad, <laughs> that's right, because our I, fans turn up and support the team. It's literally like it's like a cauldron in our building. Now, of course, they're for us. I get that, but it's still a cauldron of atmosphere. Yeah, they've played a PSG away midweek. You got 17 year old. Played at San Siro a few weeks ago. It's not absolutely like... fine. Like you know, a few Greg's rappers ain't gonna scare them. You see, you know what I'm saying? Was like, was random, a problem, like, or, or what might have been um, not so local heroes, but a thing where someone put it. It was someone breaking someone's leg, basically. It was um, Dan Neal after Tony Mowbray's told him not to get anything too daft on, on Bruno. And it was, I think it was Josh, not so He says, um, Bruno managed the, the, the PSG midfielders, couldn't get close to him, so some of the league players yeah. are going to have a chance. Like, so. mm. it's mad. But I don't want to be too, because it... I know, it's, it's a, anything can happen, mate. Anything all the, can all happen. All the lads I speak to go about Sunderland fans I speak to, they'll say, like, oh, we haven't really got a striker, because Ross Stewart's got to sell happen. We haven't got this, we've got it's a good young side, but in the form isn't great at the minute. No. I watched a little bit of the Millwall game, they played on Saturday. And the standards atrocious. It's rubbish. Yeah. But, it is. It is best. But Sheffield Wednesday were. It's a derby, and everything goes out the window. But even exactly. the derby, the third, we've played two FA Cup matches under Eddie Howe. Both have been against lower league opposition. We've lost them both. Yeah. Yeah. Oxford and um, Sheffield Wednesday last season. And, and do you know what it is, right? And Mark, I'll come to you with this one. Um, our players will be up for this as well. Which, yes, you want to see. But with the likes of Bruno and Joe Linton on the field, you, it worries you a little bit as Bruno, well. Bruno and Joe Linton. Fabian Shaw as well. going to be. I might, I might put me mortgage on Joe getting around. Like, well, they're all playing that first. I think it was only Lascelles that was the only one. We, we went, me and Dave yeah, had done yeah. an actual we done a reaction play? to it. Lascelles started. The one in St. James's or Stadium Light? Uh, oh, St. James's. James's. I didn't go back to the, the Stadium Light one, but Lascelles was the only one there. in the starting 11 and the subs bench that's still at the club. Well, sorry, still played and featured in that game yeah. to this date. I mean, I've seen Luke O'Nine playing centre half again on. He's a midfielder. Playing centre half, and I think I remember him from Netflix. Yeah, he's in for a long <laughs> afternoon. Like he sacked it. If if they're fit, if you've got if you've got Trippier, Bruno, Gordon, imagine Wilson coming back for it. He'd be all right. He'd be fine. Wilson will be banging for someone like that. Imagine if it was at home, though. Eh? Oh, I, I, regardless, irrespective of everything we've just said, I don't want to play them because it's just it's, it's, I hate it. I, yeah. I, I absolutely. Been, I mean, I said this when it came it'd out. Be I was, nice to battle them though. I know, but be amazing. Wait, wait, up on the seventh. Like, I absolutely is it, hate. Is it. it a risk worth taking? I'm saying a risk. No, really. it's not. On no. paper, it's not. It, it shouldn't be a risk. And but, that, but that's what darling. makes it worse. I know. I know. I, I, God, there's so many times in the recent history, and and this is why I'm probably feeling the way that I do is. There's been umpteen times where we've gone into that game, we're going to batter these today because we've been much, much better than them. And we all know what's happened. Well, the six in a row games, I remember, the, was it the first one was... Mara, you forgot Mara off the end of that. The, the first one of those was... Um, <laughs> Fair play, was just after we played Benfica off the Parkers Parkers and James's. We pumped Benfica, drew with them, got knocked out on away goals. Yeah, no, sorry, yeah. on, on aggregate. Yeah. And I went and think, well, it's only the game, but we'll be all right. And the beat with yeah. three now. Right. It's, uh, it's a, but I, hate it. I absolutely hate it. I do hate it. And I, I do. The sec- I was driving at the time when the draw happened, and the second that, as soon as I seen some people go, "Oh my god, oh my god," yeah. and then someone put FA Cup, my stomach, because I knew, I knew <laughs> what they meant. I knew, and I don't. I agree with what you said, Bestie. I just don't want to play them again. No, this is the longest we've gone. Seven and a half, yeah. 
without it being a derby apart from during the war. What was it like? It's <laughs> <laughs> quick that. <laughs> I wasn't even trying to tee that up there, honestly. That wasn't it. But no, oh, well I, was, I think it's like I think it's just a you to me now. It was like from ugh. <laughs> yeah. it was from like a, a thirty-seven to forty-eight. Maybe something. it was like it's a. I don't know what it now, but I'd say... That's how your waist's gone in the last year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's on form and letting him like... <laughs> hey, that was good. Turning up the last year. <laughs> 15 years ago, that happened. We'll love but each other, um, everybody. It's... This is why we're sitting so far away from each other. So. It's for balance. <laughs> <laughs> we're sitting on a plank of wood. If, we, if we were both sitting on that side, the building began now. <laughs> That's why you've got to work with layers on. Cause... I understand. Right, I'm going to end it on the very last question. As always, it is from Josh. Apologies, Josh, that's taken so long to get to your question there. Uh, he says, along with a £20 donation. Thanks very much, Josh. Uh, Josh he nice. says, hi, lads. Hope you're Josh well. Josh was at the game at the end as well. He says, I'm still not over PSG. VR needs to go. I haven't even touched on that, but that's yeah. too many bad memories. That um, It's for you, Decker. It's a, a question directly for you. Okay. Um, he says, which referee referee screw job was more controversial <laughs> so the Montreal. the decision against Paris to, uh-huh. to award a, a penalty in the last kick of the game thereabouts or Earl Hebner against Bret Hart yeah well well, Earl Hebner was only told just before the, the fight before the match sorry um but yeah, um, this is true. Our best, he said. By the way, it's not all choreographed anyway, though. Right? No, but this this is what the problem. This wasn't. This was shouldn't have happened. But uh, the screw Brett Hart. Off script. Off script. Aye. Mm. Aye. Explain but, what happened. So um, <clears throat> very briefly. Very. Uh, how can I do it briefly? Yeah, a lot. Bret Hart was leaving. He was going to be leaving and go to WCW. He was the WF champion at the time. The Hitman Hart. Hitman Hart. Yeah. Bret the, Hit- the Hitman Hart. Hart. Yeah. Best ever was best ever. And he was fighting Shawn Michaels. And the plan was Bret Hart Switch was going to win. He was in Canada and Montreal, his hometown. Blah blah blah. blah. Um, and. The Vince McMahon decided to screw him because he didn't want him leaving WWF with their title type of thing. So uh, Shawn Michaels put him in the sharpshooter, basically Brett's own move, and then Vince went rang for the bell, just called the bell, and then called for the bell, and Bret Hart lost. The spit, if you see, if you just Google it, if you just see the spit, he spits at Vince McMahon right in the eye. Really? <laughs> right in the eye. Oh, the disrespect. It's unbelievable eye. Wow. Uh, and Earl Hebner obviously rings it, and he just runs out the building. He just runs away. What was so on PSG? PSG's definitely worse, yeah. Where do you It's mad that there's been, like, I know. At least three identical handballs. There was, there was two in our game. In that game? Well, there was, there was, two one, in was one in like the first minute on Saturday night, wasn't there? Yeah. Oh, when he kicked it off his own hand. When he kicked yeah. it off his own hand. Like, you, you, you don't see it happening when there's been that many since. I last still, I still, I thought, I still think the referee had an amazing game, best referee in the world. Apparently, I thought he was excellent. Ball's the game. All about you, I'm still convinced, and I, obviously, I'll never know. I don't believe them give him the image that we've seen. I'm still convinced of it. If we had, if he had honestly seen the ball hit, I don't think he would have given that. I don't. Think I heard them, it. someone, people that were there saying that the stadium announcer was having a go at him during yeah. the VR checks and stuff, and it was all game. I think that's incredible. That's allowed. Like, yeah, it's basically on the PA, like shouting penalty, penalty. Was the fans? The fans had yeah. the the PA, it's, it's PA the system, wasn't it? Yeah, I Is that think, right. Yeah, yeah. I basically, think he would stop that. Like, get the crowd going through. Through the tannoy, through the PA system. I didn't know that was a case. Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't think that referee swayed by that. Like, mate, that's my opinion. I, I don't. They were, they I'm were watching it nice around him again, mate. Oh, they did it all of course night. Of course they were. But I, I honestly don't believe that he was shown the footage that. I think he was shown the one where it hits his arm. It just look, it's a still and hits his arm. Whereas we then after the after it, we then got shown the one where it was the other side where you see. The, 
I don't think he actually seen that footage. Ali McCoy was opinion. absolutely oh, really? huge. Great, he? he was the next he day. He was though. absolutely oh, hopping, man. Jimmy Janice as well. Janice was well, man. He'd done it for TNT, kicked off on there. Then he woke up early for, for right. talks about the next day and kept on going. Up, eh? I haven't got a dog in either fight, but it was a disgrace. He was just going absolutely there like... as well. Married a son then last. Aye, aye. Uh, there's there's meant... not a single person out there, except maybe Kylian Mbappé. And Arsenal fans. That has said yeah. <laughs> that should be a penalty. <laughs> I then yeah. went out, mind you. Even Beckham's yeah, was saying that's never a penalty. Yeah. yeah. But then yeah. said it was funny. But yeah, Fair anyway, which the woods. So that that's, that's fine. Is us done? Thanks everybody who has joined us live tonight over on YouTube. There has been almost four hundred right away from start to finish for that one as well. So thanks very much. Like the video, become a subscriber. It costs you nothing to do that. If you want to give an extra bit back, it is just two ninety nine a month to become a member. Um, you get early access to videos. You get more videos, um, and you also get access to the Telegram group. If you are listening to the audio, just give us a five story, and it means the world to us. Thanks very much, Ooh. everybody. See you next time. Ta-ra. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.